cliffcentral.com. Here it is. It's time for Anthea. Da, 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 da. Everybody, she works hard for the money. Yes, she does. So hard for it, honey. And the uh, she works hard for the money. So, so you better treat her right. She works hard for it, honey. Hey, Anthea, what's up? Good morning. Are you good? I am. I am. I spent good. the entire weekend in bed, though. I was sick. Oh. My first day out. I sick know. of who? Sick and tired. The you corona. Make me sick. <laughs> no, a lot of people were sick. Um. I found out this weekend a, a whole lot of my friends were like bedridden and had colds and mm-hmm. something's going Soul wrong. Throat, ears, eyes. Oh, right. Very feeling very sorry. But for it's not myself. coronavirus. Well, I don't know. Oh well, then you shouldn't have come. How how would I know? Tell me how I'd know. You. Nobody has said to me if you have this, that, that, and that, then you might have well, coronavirus. Well, they said okay, so dry cough. Uh oh, fever, and. Your temperature goes up. Yeah, that's what, fever. What are the three? Oh. Anyway, I've got an update Thanks. from Dr. Mike, which we can look at after seven. All right. But Dr. in the meantime, I, I mean, in. yeah, I know you probably <laughs> spread it now. Okay. So first of all, is coronavirus still affecting the markets? Absolutely. Yeah. Completely taken hold of the markets. I think because China's like shut down. I basically, mean, right? I know people in Hong Kong and they're not doing anything right now. Coal consumption, daily coal consumption in China is down 50%. Now, coal wow. is very seasonal. But, yeah, 50%. Uh, passenger traffic is down 83%. It's, it's absolutely Ghost crazy. Ghost trains everywhere. Yeah, Jeez. absolutely. Sure. And, it's, and it's happening in Europe now as well. I saw this morning or late last night, there was a Austrian train that stopped, I mean, sorry, Austrian authorities stopped an Italian train from coming into Austria. They oh didn't want, they, they're shutting down their borders now. So, so it's a real issue. I and mean, there was a graph this week that showed for the spring festival travel, in its peak, it hit 20 million travelers per day. This, that was last year. This year, it's not even 2 million. That's oh, the peak wow. is not even 2 million. Okay, so, so the, the, 10% the, the, off. The spill over in, into industry and manufacturing and everything else is going to be quite severe, I'm sure. And we're, we're not going to be able to count that now. It's going to be months down the line. And I think economists are now starting to downgrade um, economic growth as well. For China. Well, not just for China because the the spillover effect, as you say, Mm. it happens – it starts in China, then goes to Europe, Asia – Africa, US, it, it'll be everywhere. Of course, the People's Bank of China are not scared, eh, to stimulate the economy. Oh no, they'll use whatever gears are in their, in their immediate vicinity. Absolutely. Last week, they cut the one-year prime lending rate from 4.15% to 4.05%, which doesn't seem a lot, but I think it is actually, because before that, they cut the five-year rate as well, mm-hmm. and the week before that, they cut the uh, repo rate. So really, they're jumping on it. They're keen to kind of keep the economy or try and keep the economy going. But I think even if consumers have money in their pockets because interest rates have been cut, I can't imagine them going out and shopping to spend it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, I'm, and I've seen pictures of Europe. Everybody seems to be wearing masks. Like nobody in Africa is doing that. Or are we? Oh, Am I not seeing it? It's not going to make a difference. Masks are a complete waste of time. Yeah, Italy's had a massive outbreak. I don't know if you're aware of that. So Italy's yeah. got a serious problem. 152 oh, wow. people have died in Italy of coronavirus. That's very real. Let me tell you something. If it does come here, as Bill Gates said the other day, we can expect huge death tolls just because people already have compromised immune systems. 
and because people have lung problems, like we know TB is a major killer in this country. Mm. So if you have TB We've and this thing We've got a lot hits, of public transport. Yeah, you're in big shit. Big um, shit. Densely populated areas. So just uh, let's let's just hope it doesn't come here in any big, ugly shape, way or form. Sorry, just to correct that, uh, three people have died, but 152 oh. cases have been. You know what? That's oh, that's fake, fake news. <laughs> I was everything. ready to say like 162 people Not you. dead. Not you. You were fake news. No. Thanks, CNN. Thank you. <laughs> How many people in total have died? Is it 2,000 now, or somewhere oh. around there? Do you I, know? In China. Because he's just got it wrong. Yeah, 2,619. The number of people who've recovered from it is 24,963. Oh, so it's not that bad. And the total number of confirmed cases is at 79,360. Stop the presses. Please show everyone the screen you're working from. It's part of my stories after seven. Leanne has like this, like four different columns. She has a world map all. Mm -hmm. She's very organized. That's why you don't believe her. Mulelo, you believe Leanne? Wow, this is like something James All Bond right. would have. Let's go back to corona. someone else we we can believe, and that's Anthea. So, what's yes. our what's our domestic economy looking like? It's budget um. week. It is budget week, so I'm very nervous. I seem to be the most negative of all the people I speak to about budget week, actually. Our CPI inflation came out at 4.5% for January last yeah. week. Uh, previously, it was 4%. Um, so this is a year-on-year number, and I think what happened with this was that January 2019 was a particularly low inflation um, month because petrol had fallen by 10% or something. And so this 4 point, I'm not that worried about this 4.5% number that we're showing this year. Like everyone's like, oh, look, our CPI inflation is increasing. No, it's not. Calm down. The budget, um, I, I, I honestly – I, I said it at the last budget. Tito has to break the trend. You know, there's a there's a horrible trend of growing fiscal deficit, um, just all the wrong kind of things happening. And he has to somehow break the trend. And the question is how he does it. And I'm not sure how to do it. Like I thought about all sorts of things like uh, Prime Minister Modi um, uh, banished cash two years ago in India so wow. that he would stop corruption. But actually, it didn't work. So it's like 99% of the cash found its way back into the system and people started trading with cash again. Um, but, yeah, it, it, there's, a, there's a drama there. We think we're going to get a VAT increase. So hold your horses for that. You can't, av- that you can't avoid that. Um, and then I think it's just going to be ugly. And then a couple of weeks later, we've got Moody's. Already last week, Moody's lowered our growth forecast um, to 0.4% for the year, for 2020. Not that I think that's an indicator that they're going to downgrade us. I think they're just aligning their growth forecasts with everybody else. They seem to be way ahead of everybody else for some crazy reason. Um, but I can't see them not downgrading South Africa. Sure. Mm. It's it's a bit, it's going to be a big couple of weeks for South Africa, and then you know what will happen? Moody's will downgrade us. We'll have a knee jerk reaction. The rand will blow out, and then everything will go back to normal. Well, We're already they, trading like junk. They priced it in, yeah. Exactly, it's priced so. in. 
Okay, well, that's great. Thank you so much, Anthony. We're feeling great. Now, can we get into some company news? Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so probably uh, big company news, or some of the biggest company news last week. Chris Griffin, who was the CEO of Anglo Platinum, stepped down pretty much at a high because the week before he had reported outstanding results. He's being replaced by Natasha Fulyun. And everybody, you know this headline, which I hate. First female CEO oh. of Anglo. Like, okay, can we stop that now? Anyway, she's got more than enough experience. She comes from processing, so the processing division in Anglo American, not Anglo Platinum. And before that, she was in Lonman. So she's done her time. She's got like 28 years in mining, and she's definitely the right person, I think, to take over from Chris Griffith. But it was a nice surprise okay. to see him. Not nice surprise, but big surprise. Obviously, finishing on a high. And then a couple of other mining companies reported, Glencore, they just were not beneficiaries of the higher PGM metal. So they make two-thirds of their revenue from coal, copper, and zinc, which yes. is down 23 7 and 10% respectively. And so you can imagine that wasn't a great result. The flip side of that was Sabanya, who, by the way, have changed. If you're looking for them on the JSC, on the stock exchange, they're now no longer SGL which used to stand for Sabanya Gold, they're now SSW, Sabanya Stillwater. Okay. So their, their ticker, their JSE ticker's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is re- this was really a story of two halves. So the first half, Sabanya had lots of strikes in their gold operations. They basically hemorrhaged cash. Balance sheet came, came under massive pressure. Net debt to EBITDA peaked at 3.2 times for the first half. Then in the second half, the strikes ended. They saw a continued rally in the PGM prices. Um, revenue increased by, or revenue, uh, half on half, revenue increased by 110%. So suddenly a fantastic kind of set of results. Um, yeah, just very, very good. I, I was listening to Neil Froneman speaking about where he thinks palladium, rhodium, are going and he seems to think that five to six years it'll carry on. Now I'm not nearly as bullish. Carry on going up and up. Up and up. My I'm God. not nearly as wow. bullish and in fact my crystal ball doesn't go out to five years. But I think for the next six months we're fairly confident that it'll continue. Well listen to so this. It's still here a are buy. the here are the ten biggest platinum producers in the world. First one, Anglo American Platinum, we were just talking about, then Impala Platinum, then Lonman, then a company in Norway. Then Aquarius, which is also in South Africa and Zimbabwe. Then Northern Platinum Limited. They're also South in South African. Africa. Sibanya Stillwater at number seven, also South African. Vale SA, which is also, guess what? Part South African, but mm, it's also Brazilian. Brazilian and Canadian, apparently. Then Glencore. Mm-hmm. So isn't that interesting? Look up. The world, so, so Sabanya is the world's largest PGM. So palladium, rhodium, mm-hmm. not platinum, but they're definitely the biggest, um, platinum metal group. Yes. The group metal producer. Um, it was interesting to hear Froneman say that they're now moving or looking at buying copper and cobalt assets. And I think mm. he's just playing on this electric car story again, isn't he? And you know, we said this a couple of years ago that he was either going to be an absolute disaster or the star of the mining industry. Right now, he's shining fairly brightly, I must say. All right, good. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Discovery. Sure, this was a big disappointment. Group profit fell 
profit fell 11% to 2.07 billion rand. Um, normalized profit was down 7%. So we, we normally look at the normalized profit. Vitality Life fell 140, their, their profit fell 145% to a loss of 134 million mm. rand. So here's the story with Vitality or Discovery is that because interest rates in in the UK were falling, they tried to hedge themselves against it, and their hedge wasn't perfect. Um, cost them a lot of money, and basically has now cost them their profit. Sure. So they got that very wrong. They've managed to keep their interim dividend unchanged at one rand and one cent. I mean, I guess the big thing with Discovery, the one thing that everyone's watching as well is the bank, right? Yeah. They now have seventy-eight thousand clients, hundred and eighty thousand accounts. Um, and they say that deposits have grown to 1.2 billion rand because that's the thing about banking is that you are deposit taking and you pay people a nominal um, interest rate and then you lend out that money at a higher interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um, they have said, Discovery have said that they're spending a billion rand on this bank. Sure. Yeah, is it going to be worth it? Well, that's the question. That's the question I have. So analysts seem to be quite comfortable with it. And all the reports I read from the sell-side analysts, and these are the people who provide research to us, like the big banks, the, the analysts seem quite happy that Discovery is spending this money and that it's not a big hole in their balance sheet. But I'm not sure that Discovery Bank is your next Capitec. Like, I, their, their market is so small compared to a Capitec or a Time even. Mm. I can't imagine that that would be the right thing to do. Anyway. And then the retailers, some retailers reported as well last week. And again, two very different stories. First one, True Words, revenue for the first half rose to 11 billion rand from 10.9. So marginal, but still a decent increase. Um, and they're saying retail sales fell 0.4% year on year. Mm. But, and, and the only problem really is this office. Which is a UK-based shoe retailer Which is I mean, they may as well mothball this thing As far as I'm concerned It's just been such a drag um, And then they're blaming, of course, Brexit And retail in the UK But other than that It seems Truids really have just managed To produce a decent set of results In a very tough economy So even though retail sales, as I said Was down by half a percent, they seem to manage to keep their margins fairly stable and some places even a slight improvement. On the other hand, we had Woolworths. Oh, this was a shocker. I mean, just, there was nothing right about this. You know, David Jones is probably their biggest issue. We saw EBITDA down 57%. And so we use EBITDA not revenue because you want to see earnings as opposed to how much money you generate. We want to see what, what happens to your margins or your profit, rather. 57% it was down for the half, yeah. Sure. So just just not a great set of the results. And then to make it worse, Woolworths are having to cut their interim dividend. I know. Um, yeah, and you know when companies start cutting dividends, we worry. Yes. We like cash in hand. We like the option of cash. All right. So, yeah. Thank you, Anthea. My pleasure. Thank you very much. I don't know if we should thank you for all this bad news. <laughs> oh, just chase you out of the studio it's, with a pitchfork. No, it's not really not my fault. I'm just reporting on it. All right. Well, we'll talk to you, no doubt, after the budget. Find out what you think of that. Sure.
Right. <laughs> She's well, not excited about I'm, those I'm days. not sure because I'm traveling on Thursday. We'll off to figure Cape Town. it out. We'll figure it out. I'll we'll call you from out. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Even if we get you on the line. Thanks, Anthea. Cheers. Very good. Anthea Gardner, the money shot. You can find out all about what's going on in the economy once a week with Anthea. Cliffcentral.com.